Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Let's Be Honest with Peter Kozadoy. Today, I have a fellow author and extremely special guest. We were fast friends, given our book topics, Mr. Ben Woodward. Ben, welcome to the show, man. It's good to have you here. Hey, Peter. Great to be with you. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, we're going to get honest. Are you ready? I sure am. All right. So take three, four minutes for people that don't know you. Yeah. And tell everyone who you are, what you do. Tell us about your book and what gets you inspired out there in the world. Okay. So, um, yeah, my name is Ben Woodward. I'm the author of the book, The Empowerment Paradox, Seven Vital Virtues to Turn Struggle into Strength. Uh, the book discusses the essential duality of joy and suffering, uh, why we need both to exist, um, and critically, how we can respond in a healthy way uh, that will not just make sure that we get through the adversity that we experience, but so that we can be transformed by it uh, for the better and become the best version of ourselves. So the book um, is brand new. It was a bestseller um, overnight, which is fantastic. And uh, Entrepreneur Magazine recently rated it as one of the top 2020 books on self-empowerment, which is really, really exciting. So aside from that, I'm on the speaker circuit as well, like yourself, um, again, teaching these principles about how to deal with adversity. It applies in a business environment, um, commercially, in a personal environment, in an entrepreneurial environment, uh, in a home environment. So that was as well. I'm a husband and father. My wife and I are currently expecting our eighth child. And um, Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And that's something that really is something that defines me the most, more than anything. Um, it's got to be the role of dad. So, so. Ben, you know all about adversity then. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, I've been changing diapers on you know, constantly for about 20 years. Wow. So, uh, yeah, okay. we, we know something about suffering there. Yeah, chief diaper changer, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. So, so Ben, you know, given the topic you write about, this is going to be really interesting because I don't, you know, personally, maybe you'll disagree. I don't think we can have the types of transformations that you're talking about without getting really brutally honest with ourselves. Would mm -hmm. you agree with that? Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. And uh, I, I know that's a core subject that you teach. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've been listening to your TED talk and you know, reading what I've been writing about. And it's just hand in glove. It's, mm -hmm. they, sh they should be companion books, in my opinion. Totally. Um, because the, the final principle that I teach is the need for willful surrender, the, mm -hmm. the need to let go of the illusions that we hold on to uh, about ourselves, our circumstances, our future, so that we can truly tackle the present, deal with our issues, and move forward um, to the best possible outcomes. Yeah, and you know what I've found most fascinating, Ben, to what you're saying is the it's not crazy that we have these illusions. It's not crazy that uh, we can even you know spot them in others. It's crazy how much we rationalize mm. that they're logical when yeah. in fact they are not. You know, very emotion driven. So, Ben, take us to a time in your career with everything you've done where you've had to get brutally honest with yourself as a leader and you know business personal family take us to that moment what was going on what did you do and what happened next yeah i was um i was a young general manager of a company that was uh it was an international it was a uh a 10 billion dollar organization i was responsible for two of their international markets i was in my late 20s very enthusiastic to be in such a prime position of responsibility um, at such a young age. And we got a knock at the door one day um, by the government, government representatives saying they've got um, 
authority here in their hand, you know, pieces of paper there to say that um, we're, go we're investigating you and our agenda is to take you to court and shut you down. And oh my gosh, you know, that, that was a huge wake up call that um, there were a lot of things that they were wrong in, in their, in their assumptions about the business, the business model that we operated. Um, but at the same time, there were some, th some things that we'd accepted, I'd accepted as a young leader, that were just the warts on the back, so to speak, of the business, that it is what it is. You know, you know it's part of the culture. It's, it's the nuance of the, the industry. And you know what? We had all the power to change, but we weren't willing to do it. And, um, and that became a great wake-up call because it gave us the chance then to say, you know, fight for the things that are right, stand up with every ounce of strength that we've got to defend what's right, but at the same time, be humble enough and honest enough to go, you know what, on this point and that point, you know, they've nailed it. We've got to make some changes here, mm -hmm. uh, which is what we did. And uh, I'm, I'm pleased to say as a result of that honesty and that humility to do that, to, to respond confidently, aggressively, but also humbly where we were wrong, um, we won the court case and uh, set a precedent for the industry. So mm -hmm. it was it was great. That's fantastic. And I, you know, you, you remind me of something that I'm saying to the entrepreneurs that I work with now, which is like, you waited for a pandemic to come and wreck your business. And mm -hmm. one of the points I make in, in the book is that, you know, if we're going to be honest with ourselves as leaders, we have to be the one to tear it down and rebuild it all the time in our yeah. minds. Because if we're like, it sounded like you, you, you knew this was a thing. Um, but without that, you know, urgency to change, it's very difficult to change. And my message is there is always urgency to change. We yeah. must actually be honest about that. So Ben, it, it, throughout everything you've done, what's the thing looking back that you are most proud of? And then share with us what you're perhaps least proud of over your career. Uh, over the career, um, it's been my constant willingness to step into the dark and to make tough decisions. Um, and, and, and to, there's been a constant pattern of being scared. Um, but at the same time, my ambition and my goals and my aspirations have always been stronger than my fears. And, and that's probably the thing that I'm most proud of is the, the pattern of leading with my, my vision versus my fears. And as a result of that, it's brought me to a place now where yeah, you know, I I could never have imagined twenty years ago. Hmm. You give it, give us a, an example of a time you had to, you know, to use that framework. Um, yeah, I'll I'll give you an example. It goes back to I'll I'll, I'll give a starting point. Um, when I went for my interview in that company that I was talking about just a moment ago, and I was sat there, they'd flown me out to Germany to their European head office. I was living in the UK at the time, and um, I was sat in the waiting room for this interview thinking what the heck am i doing right why am i here that i'm in way over my head i applied for this job really just wanting to get to have a look inside you know and just get some experience from a interview perspective i didn't think i'd get this far this was um this was second round interviews it was the the big deal and and i was yeah i i was feeling the fear right and i remember going into the interview and I was being interviewed by the managing director and senior vice president of a billion-dollar market, or you know, 26 countries. 
sharp, sharp guy and the VP of Western Europe who had become my boss um, in the coming months. And at the end of the interview, uh, they asked me a typical interview question. We've done all the asking. We've asked all the questions. Do you have any questions of us? And uh, by this point, I, my enthusiasm was up and my vision for wanting to jump in here and run, run with these guys was now much higher, yeah? And, uh, and I leaned forward in my chair and I looked the, the president of that region in the eye and I said, is there anything that I've said or done in this interview that would give you any reason not to give me the job? And uh, which is basically saying, are you gonna offer it to me here and now, yeah? And uh, he kind of got a, you know, a, a glimmer in his eye. He, he liked it. It was a bold, cheeky question. Um, but, uh, you know, he wasn't expecting it. And, and the great thing was there was nothing that I'd said or done in the interview that would give them any reason not to give me the job. And I got it. Mm -hmm. And I, I came out of that interview knowing, I said to my wife, the job's mine. You know, it's just a matter of time. And um, so the boldness overcame the fear. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and that's carried on. You know, you know, years later, I became the president of an organization, $100 million business, uh, because I asked. You know, the CEO of the company, I was managing director of the European business by that point. Um, he'd come over to Europe. We had some product launches going on. And he came to tell me that the current chairman was retiring. It's time for him to step, step up as CEO, become the chairman. He can't be CEO and president. I'm going to get a new boss. He's going to hire a new president. And I said, I'll be the president. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it just went from there. So the great thing is, in spite of your fears of what the future can hold, ask, ask, ask. And um, it's just constantly gotten me into great opportunities as a result. It's another win for honesty, right? It's like if you just yeah. be honest about what you want and tell yeah. other people, it really can sometimes be that easy. Yeah, uh, I love that, Ben. So, what about something that you know you you think of as your you know least favorite part of your your life? Decisions you made that you perhaps regret. Tell us about that. Um, the biggest challenge that I faced is I I got a diagnosis of bipolar disorder a number of years back, mm -hmm. and and that was something that I resisted for a long time, and um, and that's one of the reasons why I talk about this need for willful surrender. And this critical principle of honesty is so valuable to me because when you fight something that is just real and pressing down on you, something like that, that can cause a lot of disruption and a lot of discomfort. Yeah. And, um, and so that was something that I found very, very challenging to accept because I had all of these, again, illusions in my mind of you, know, you, you can't have a challenge with your mental health right now, Ben, because, well, you've got all these children, you're you know, you've got all these positions of authority and influence in big organizations and so on. And, you know, how would that look to others if they knew that you were struggling with this? You know, and, um, and I had all of these self-doubts that would come in. And what I've learned, as I've learned again to accept it, is it's actually one of my greatest strengths. You know, much of the content of my book has come from lessons learned as a result of embracing the difficulties that I've had to experience. And that has informed me on stage as a speaker, uh, when I've worked with entrepreneurs, when I've worked with business leaders, throughout my career as I've coached other employees, it's always served to be a benefit to others. Um, they don't necessarily know the origin of the, the wisdom that where it came from, but that's okay. It doesn't, that's irrelevant. Um, mm -hmm. 
but um, but that was a tough one to accept. Um, but when I did, it certainly spun it around and turned into something really good. Thank you for sharing that. More people need to hear stories like that and to reflect on their own lives in the same way. And mm. it's like a story, you know, I like to tell it in the beginning of one of my keynotes is, you know, something happens and it's like, is it good? Is it bad? I don't know, right? Mm. There's a thing that happens and then there's the emotions we assign to it that are usually complete BS in some yeah. way or another. And it really is up to us to take everything. And I keep saying like 2020, what a gift, what a gift yeah. this year is, you know? Yeah. And it is if we believe it is. So you know, th those things like our beliefs and getting honest about like our BS emotion that we've assigned to something is nothing more than a self-limiting belief. It's crap, yeah. not yeah. honest. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that, Ben. Um, tell everyone where they can learn more about you, follow along with your story, get your book. Mm. So the book is available in all you know, major book retailers. So Amazon, of course, Barnes and Noble, um, you know, every other place is, is typically the place to go. But Amazon is probably the easiest place. It's available in Kindle, um, paperback, hardback, and audio version as well. So all the formats are available there. Uh, again, it's called The Empowerment Paradox. Um, you can see what it looks like behind me. Um, if you want to reach out and connect with me, ben-woodward.com. Um, and you'll have all of my social media handles there um, and all of my contact details on my website to contact me if you want. Amazing. Well, we all certainly need more empowerment. So please go pick up a copy of The Empowerment Paradox. I mean, it's such important principles. And I am not, I'm never surprised, folks. And you should not be surprised either that it all comes back to honesty. Without honesty, we can't have any of the other things. So yeah. if you have not picked up your copy of Honest to Greatness, of course, that is available too wherever books are sold. And as Ben said, they go well together. Ben, thank you so much for being on the show, for coming and being vulnerable and honest and sharing your story. I really appreciate having you here. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And until next time, I'm Peter Kozadoy. Thanks for being honest. Thank you.